Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Give it up for Satan! Boom! Dead! <laughs> Not a peep! Class is in. Rock School Radio Show as we wait for the Polar Vortex to arrive. The Polar <laughs> Vortex. Monique, it's the Polar... Polar Vortex is coming, which means we're going to get down into the 40s here in the great state of Louisiana. We've, I've gone ahead for each one of the breaks. You know how we say hello to our affiliates? Right. Right, and I've got our northern affiliates here because by the time this uh, arrives, and they're going to be in the Polar Vortex, <laughs> Monique. So, how you doing? Doing good. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Lovely. Uh, Monique Gregoire, once again, is in the side chair over there. Hi. Now, you buy books for your husband. You've told me that's sort of your go-to gift for the hubby. Absolutely. Sure. This is fantastic. I was looking at it when you had it the other day. This isn't just a little good. This is fantastic. And I'm not just saying it because I had a conversation with the author and he's allowing me to use the book. Actually, that's part Yay. of it. But the author is named John Neekum. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He is a critic for the Kansas City Star. The book is called The Worst Gig. And it is just that. Over his years of being a critic, he has collected little nuggets of information from mm -hmm. really famous bands about just, hey, man, what was the worst concert you ever played? And tell me what happened. That should be some really funny stories. And what's funny is you can go through it real quick. Some books, you know, you have to, I got to get to the end of the chapter. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. This is a book you can pick up and set down at any point in time. Oh, okay. And, I mean, you can, some of them are only, like, the first one I'm going to do is barely a paragraph. Mm -hmm. And then you have other ones, like the Flaming Lips, which we're going to get to today, which go on for about two or three pages because they really get into the detail of the story of how bad the gig actually was. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a wonderful book front to back. So, again, thanks to John Neekum for allowing me to use the book. I'm going to tell you about mm, ten stories out of the book. But there are, if I had to guess, there are probably 75 stories in the book. What are some of the bands that are in there because you uh, mentioned flaming lips i'm just gonna flip around here's kinky friedman uh let me just flip around to get another one jane's addiction uh oh, not okay. a surf peter frampton sex pistols tool mike finnegan los lonely boys i'm just i'm waiting for the pages just to fall open wallflowers incubus so i mean we're not we're not dealing with nothing bands right these are serious bands we'll begin with kansas okay kansas states the most memorable one, and this is from Rich, Rich Williams of Kansas, the most memorable one they played was in Wisconsin. It was called Nude Stock. <laughs> and, and it was at a, a nudist colony. Well, they immediately jumped on, and it was Foreigner along with them. Alan Parsons was also on the bill. Okay. And they took it because they thought, a nudist colony. How fun. Perfect. Now, you know what a bunch of young 20-year-old guys thought. This is going to be the stuff you see in Playboy. <laughs> this is going to be the stuff you see in Penthouse. Right. 
perfectly shaped women playing volleyball in front of you, <laughs> jumping on trampolines while you're playing, you know, carry on my wayward son, right? I'm guessing not so much. No, not so much. In fact, he states here, imagine you walked into a Piggly Wiggly grocery store and all of a sudden everyone was naked. And furthermore, there just weren't that many girls, he oh, said, wow. right, imagine a guy in a baseball hat with a tennis racket, pretending it's a guitar, standing in front of you, jumping around, and all you can do is be mesmerized by, <laughs> you know, it. Forget the that. lyrics to your own songs, <laughs> right? right? I can't believe I'm standing here watching this nude guy watch <laughs> me. Oh, um, so that's Kansas' story, and we got him the rest of the way. Here is Kansas on Rock School. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. All right, coming out of Kansas, I'm sorry I don't have any more stories for you, Monique, about nudist colonies. <laughs> but I'm but... sure you have something even better. What's next? Oh, I, well, this one I like. Do you know who Steve Lukather is? I don't. He is the guitarist for Toto and really okay. the driving force behind Toto. Okay. But furthermore, Steve Lukather is an ace session man and has played on serious stuff. Beat It, the song Beat It. Right, yeah. We all know Eddie Van Halen played the, the solo on Beat It. Okay. The rest of the guitar work, Steve Lukather. Oh, okay, cool. And if you started looking at his resume, serious, serious stuff. I mean, he's played with Aretha Franklin, Barbara Streisand. I mean, if you looked at his resume, this is the guy. That's he, crazy. He is sort of the go-to guitarist for anything that's anywhere near the rock genre. Oh. I mean, he really is something else. He is the Tedesco of his, of his generation. Gotcha. He gets a call, I mean, out of the clear blue sky. And it's, it's, this is not odd. He wakes up one morning, I got the day off, phone rings. We need you at Capitol Studios 12 to 6. Excellent. It's paycheck. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Shows up, and he can't figure out, you know, what's going on because there's, there's all kinds of fruit and things lying around. But, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, who cares? It's, it's artists, blah, right. blah, blah. He finds out who he's actually playing for. He is playing for Richard Simmons. Okay. Richard Simmons, the health guru. So he's playing for Richard Simmons. It's a dancer size record. <laughs> a dancer size record. Okay. And the music is hideous, but he says, no problem. We'll make it it's, work. We'll make it work. I'm a professional. It's a it's a paycheck. You know, you, you, you got to put food in the kid's mouth. I got to buy right. my baby shoes. No problem. The problem is the tech is a rock tech, and he has already drunk and dead on his back on the thing. Fine. <laughs> so he goes over, and you know, hey, man, wake up, wake up, the whole thing. Well, Richard Simmons runs over to him, and you know who Richard Simmons is? Okay. And begins kissing him and, you know, get up, get up, little boy. And this guy explodes waking up and starts screaming at Luca. They're, what are you doing? What are you making? And that, finally they end this thing. Okay. Phone rings a little bit later. A couple of weeks later, mm -hmm. it's Richard Simmons again. Love that what you did, and I want you to do another one of these things. Another one okay. of these, you know, love you. And he, so he shows, fine, you know, money. Shows up. The same tech is there waiting for him. 
Okay. And he's going to beat the living crap out of him <laughs> because you allowed Richard Simmons to do all these things while I was asleep. <laughs> and he has to take off. Finally, the whole thing dissipates and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But he almost gets the living crap out of him, not at a Metallica, not at a Slayer, <laughs> at a Richard Simmons jazzercise gig. This is where Steve Lukather almost gets the living crap beat out of him. That's fantastic. Yep. Toto, Lukather, right here on Rock School. The book, The Worst Gig by John Neekum. You like garbage? I do. All right. Shirley Manson, garbage. She's phenomenal. All right. She was at an outdoor gig at a New York ski lodge in front of 20,000 kids. Now, I don't have exactly when it happened, but Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be cool not cold. (laughs) There was supposed to be about 10 bands, each doing a half an hour to a 45-minute set. Okay, not too bad. Just as the polar vortex is supposed to be upon us, (laughs) the polar vortex apparently went upon this place. And before, Garbage Mm -hmm. was to be Oasis. I remember them. And the Gallagher brothers basically said, way too cold, we're not going on. Okay. And apparently it is just screaming cold. Now, she said it's 20 below weather. It, not a chance. That would be so cold people would be getting hurt. So right. my guess is it was somewhere around freezing. Okay. So the promoter of this thing walks up to Garbage, who wasn't as big as Oasis, and says, mm-hmm. you got to go on and you got to do an extra long set. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they go on. Here's the problem. If you know anything about cold and instruments, specifically stringed instruments, mm-hmm. they won't stay in tune. There is oh. nothing you can do to keep an instrument in tune. It's the same thing with extreme heat. If you okay. play in 110 degree weather, it just falls out of tune because the, the expansion and contraction of the wood, mm-hmm. the, the strings just won't do anything. Well, cold does the exact same thing. The, okay. the strings just won't stay in tune. So what happened was Shirley Manson goes out in a parka and one of those full face things. So you can't even tell it's her. <laughs> it could have been Frosty the Snowman for all the minute. Until she opened her mouth, you had no idea it was her. The microphone was so cold that it was sticking to her. Oh, wow. Plus, they were changing guitars literally every song <gasps> because they would finish a song. And by the end of the song, the guitars were totally out of tune so they would walk the guitars off stage walk another guitar on stage and attempt to play it and the guitars were going out of tune that's insane it was so bad that by the end of it the kids that were out in the out in the audience were starting to throw snowballs at them (laughs) so that's that's garbage's story that was their worst concert ever well and you could say they're they're professional they got up and did the show anyway they so did it more power know, to them oasis said the heck with it we're not even going on <laughs> shirley manson went let's go boys <laughs> and out they went cup of coffee it's garbage on rocks Took a cup of coffee
First break here on Rock School, Joe Satriani. Give you one we're not going to actually play a song for. Joe Satriani. You say you don't know who Joe Satriani is. I have no idea. He is a guitarist. He's the guy that taught Steve Vai how to play, and he simply plays instrumental pieces. Okay. If uh, if you are a guitarist, he is one of these guys that's a speed demon, and you go to see him to watch stunt guitar, basically. Okay. He's a hired gun. He plays in Chicken Foot, along with Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony of Van Halen. Okay. It's stunt guitar, basically. You Hmm. watch him for acrobatics on the neck that's that's his point okay he's in malaysia of okay. all places you know, why not? again you know here's the money play i, I remember one time at, at this little tiny university i was at buster rhymes played and one, <laughs> i know and one of the students said to me why would he play here because we paid him Right. There's the stage guy go play okay and off he went put on a great show too okay anyway He's in Malaysia. It is this huge festival. They've brought in like 15 bands, Jethro Tull, Sugar Ray, Toto, just this odd pairing of bands. Sounds like it. He is dead asleep in his bed because he assumes he's going on the next day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Knock at the door. 3.30 a.m. they wake him up. And some guy in a suit, speaking in this heavy accent, says, you go on at 4 a.m. Wow. And he looks down at the clock. He's, it's 3.30. You hurry, okay? (laughs) Got him out there. He goes on, not quite at four, but really quick. He says he starts to play. So he said, quote, so I'm down there. I'm in the middle of the second song, which is Satch Boogie. And if you want to hear something by him, look up Satch Boogie. It's, again, stunt guitar. Okay. The Malaysian army comes on stage with machine guns. (laughs) And they threaten to put us on jail unless we stop immediately. Now, this is a place that holds a hundred thousand people okay. but it's pouring so there's only about two grand there and this is after being woken up at 3 30 right. saying right. hey go ahead and get on it for pouring rain now this guy's not gonna i'm gonna stand up to the malaysian army no kids <laughs> no puts down the guitar picks up his backpack and literally walks straight off stage gets off stage looks at his manager goes airport goes straight to the airport gets right up gets on a plane and mm-hmm. scrams that, he says, is the worst concert he has ever performed. And you cannot blame him. No, That's not a smart me. man. Get Goodbye. out. Goodbye, Malaysia. I'm done with that. Hello to uh, WBSD Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks for running the radio show. And... Hi, KSKQ at, at in Ashland, Oregon. Excellent. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. But first, get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute with more from the book, The Worst Gig. It's great read. You get your hands on it. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break here on Rock School. Now, your husband is a musician as well. He performs. He is. Okay. He sings. He does not play an instrument on stage, though. Correct. Okay. He. So you say he's somewhat proficient on bass, but... He can get by. Okay. But singer on stage. That's it. Lucky guy. 
<laughs> because if you play through any kind of equipment, any mm-hmm. kind of you know effects pedal, it, there's so many things that can go wrong along the way. Oh, absolutely. It is just, it, and when it goes wrong, there's no way to find it quickly. And mm-hmm. part of you dies because the audience is looking at you and you're just thinking, please let it be an untied shoelace or some on-off switch or something. Right. Okay. Dweezil Zappa is playing in Roanoke, Virginia. He says, I'm pretty okay. sure that's where it was. They played one song. He stepped on the volume pedal to turn it down so he could change guitars. The next song starts, no sound. Oh, Nothing. Wow. He changes guitars. He does this. He does that. He changes cables. He changes this. He changes that. 45 minutes later, changes batteries, changes this, changes that. The people who have all those pedals in front of them, if you have all of that, it's only a matter of time before something blows up on you. And if you have 15 pedals in front of you, you don't know which one. Right. There's nothing you can do. You know, and it's and it's one of those where you just think God's laughing at you. You're going to go wrong. After 45 minutes of the band playing without the leader of the band and just vamping and on Mm -hmm. and on and on, they finally find the problem. Remember, he stepped on the volume pedal. Yes. And he pushed it all the way down. Mm -hmm. Well, when he pushed it all the way down, there's this little tiny thread inside of the volume pedal. Okay. That. It's, it's nothing more than a little tiny motor that when you push it forward, it turns the volume down. It turns it up. It's the okay. same as walking over to the amplifier mm-hmm. and turning the knob down. Okay. Well, if that thread straps or that, that thread breaks, mm-hmm. you can do anything you want to the pedal. The knob is never then turned up. Okay. So this little tiny thread about that big, about an inch and a half big, mm-hmm. snapped. And no matter what he did to the pedal, mm-hmm. the knob never turned. So it was stuck in the off position, and for 45 minutes, they fought and fought and fought. And you have to realize, it's, I know that's not extremely funny, but you have to realize, and it's happened to me, mm-hmm. especially in radio, there's nothing you can do. So in radio, machines just magically turn themselves off. Oh, yes. And we don't know why. And it just drives you insane. He said after it was all over, he got up and just explained to the audience, this is what happened. We're gonna pl- we're supposed to play for another 15, 20 minutes. We're mm-hmm. gonna play for another two hours. Oh, that's awesome. Which is what you should do. Absolutely. We screwed up. Stay put. We're gonna make it worth your money. Right. But you know that for forty five minutes, his internal organs were slowly dying. Oh, well, exactly. Why isn't this working? And, and the crowd, I'm sure, was pissed. I'm sure they, you know, you gotta know it. They're you going, know, what's going on? They're nice to you. I gotta believe for about fifteen minutes, and then. Come on. Exactly. Come on. A half an hour. Come on. 45 minutes. Come on. <laughs> but at least they made it right, you know? They did. So you that's got awesome. It. Here is Frank Zappa's son, Dweezil. Zappa plays Zappa, Peaches, and Regalia on Rockstar. <laughs> All 
Red Rock School Radio Show talking about the book The Worst Gig as told to John Neekum. Great book. Get your hands on it. But first, let's take a break. Let's do seven days in 70 seconds with us. My name is Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. And these are the dates February 24th all the way through March 2nd. Something that happened on these dates in rock and roll history. I believe you, Monique, have Monday. Go right ahead. All right. February 24th, 1976. The Eagles LP, Their Greatest Hits, becomes the first album to be awarded a platinum disc for sales for one million copies. February 25, 1998, Bob Dylan is interrupted during his performance of Love Sick at the Grammy Awards by a background dancer named Michael Portnoy who rips off his shirt to reveal the words soy bomb painted on him. February 26, 2002, the Bee Gees played what is to be their final concert, performing at Miami Beach's Love and Hope Ball, a benefit for the Diabetes Research Institute Foundation. February 27, 1960, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles make their first ever television appearance, singing Shop Around on ABC's American Bandstand. February 28, 1977, a crazed audience member climbs on stage at a Ray Charles concert and attempts to strangle the blind pianist with a rope. Yeah. Wow. March 1, 1941, the world first commercial FM radio station, Nashville's W47NV begins broadcasting. And March 2, 1977, the Barry Manilow special, the singer's first TV variety special, airs on ABC featuring special guest Penny Marshall. I can't smile without him. Okay, back to the book, The Worst Gig, Los Lonely Boys. I have heard of them. Oh, yeah. They've been around for a while, right? They have. Texas band. Okay, they're playing in Texas, Big Springs, Texas. They're on stage, on a bill at least, Mm -hmm. with a group, at least a band, a a guy I would assume, called Michael Saldago. Here it says it's a band named Michael Saldago. That's odd. I assume it's a singer named Michael Saldago. Okay. The band, Los Lonely Boys, says their father worked with them a lot and told them, no matter what happens, keep going. Okay. Don't stop. That makes you sense. Know, just we keep do. going. Hustle through. Keep pedaling. Great. Well, Michael Saldago gets off stage and Los Lonely Boys comes up and they start to play. Someone gets shot. They what? think, it says here, they think it's somebody from the Michael Saldago band. And they have it in their head. Don't stop. Keep playing, keep playing. Well, somebody's been shot. Tear gas is now being thrown around. Pepper gas, they say here. Big crowd, big fight. Everything starts breaking out. And they're still playing. And they're still playing. What? Because they have it in their head from their dad. Keep playing. And they finally look at each other and go, that's enough. And they pack it up and split. But yeah, for most of the shooting, for most of the police response, for most of the crowd, they They just kept playing. And finally they said, okay, Dad, we can't do this any longer. And they're out the door finally. That's (laughs) crazy. It's Los Lonely Boys, heaven on Rock School. Jefferson Starship. Okay. Now remember, there's been Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson something or other, Mailbox. Mm -hmm. We're in the third incarnation of the band here. Okay. Right. They're playing a gig in Germany at the Loralee Amphitheater. Okay. Pretty good. Okay. Now, big things have happened beforehand. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Beach Boys and Chicago had canceled out back-to-back shows at this place, and people were already angry. So here they come. 
Half the crowd was German. The other half was American Marines. And they're in the crowd and they're waiting to go. Jefferson Starship is there. That night, Grace Slick gets a terrible case of some kind of Montezuma's revenge. And she is flat on her back. She is just sick as a dog. Johnny Barbata, part of Jefferson Starship, was asked to go out Mm -hmm. and make the announcement. We can't go on. And he's like, I'm not going to go out there. I'm going to get killed. You have a bunch of pissed off Germans and Marines. So one of the roadies says, I'll go out with you. No problem. (laughs) So they go out and he stands up there. Um, I'll go out there. Oh, I'm sorry. It was keyboardist David Freeberg who went out. My apologies. Okay. So Barbata did chicken out. Out goes Freeberg and Arodi. And he stands there and he says, I'm sorry, we'll make up the gig, but Grace is deathly ill. We can't do that. And the roadie standing next to him. I hope that was a big roadie. Not big enough. <laughs> a Heineken bottle comes flying. The fact that he remembered it was a Heineken bottle, I think, is wonderful. <laughs> comes flying out of the crowd, hits the bot, hits the, the uh, roadie. Mm-hmm. Right in the head, drops him, quote, like a bowling pin. Wow. Then That's a so full bore riot ensues. And these people start to just kill each other. Now, remember, it's Germans against Marines. Exactly. So this is a fight to beat the band. The German police come in like crazy, like crazy. And he's like looking down at this thing. It's his Altamont all over again, mm-hmm. all over again. And it states. At one point in time, a military policeman steps up and watches it because somebody, a German policeman, pulls up a gun and puts it right to a guy's face. And a military policeman steps up and says, put the gun down, put the gun down. You don't have to do this. And he says the policeman looked at the one holding the gun, Uh looked at the uh, the MP, you know, the, the, the... what do you call it? A policeman, a military policeman. MP. Right, an MP. Looks at the MP and says... You're right, I don't. And he holsters his gun, pulls out a billy club, and bashes the guy right in wow. the head and walks away. So there you go. There's what Jefferson Starship, after Altamont, that's insane. considers their absolute worst gig. Starship Jane. All right, coming into the second break, here's another one we're not going to play. Flaming Lips, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to, I brought Do You Realize, which I really think is a fantastic song. But here is the Flaming Lips story since I mentioned them earlier on. Okay. They're playing Red Rocks, Denver, Colorado. Okay. I mean, it's a major amphitheater. Mm-hmm. I mean, carved out of this beautiful, beautiful, natural, I mean, area. Just mm-hmm. gorgeous. So they're playing Red Rocks. If you've ever seen the Flaming Lips, half of the reason to see them is the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the giant hamster ball, but lots and lots of smoke and fog and things like that. It's a true show. show. It really is. I mean, it's a, a visual thing to see. It's not just mm-hmm. five guys on stage playing Thank You, Good Night, Cleveland. Okay. They were playing with Modest Moust in 2002. Okay. While they were testing their equipment, they kept tripping a breaker. And they found out, their people found out, that it was the smoke machine that kept triggering the breaker. Okay. 
Okay. And they went up to the people at Red Rock and they kept saying that, hey, look, we keep triggering a breaker. Mm -hmm. And the people at Red Rock kept saying, come on, man, we had Slayer here. You're flaming <laughs> lips. You are not going to screw up our system. And they said, but please, look, we're, we're seeing a problem here. Yeah. Forget it, man. You're just, just do your show. It was one of those, one of those uh -huh. sort of, Fleh, get out of here, dude. Right. Okay, fine. So they go out to play. It's two, two and a half minutes of the show. Boom! The whole thing goes down. The people from Flaming Lips are standing on stage. There's no electricity. They're yelling at the audience. We're sorry! Give us a minute! Bring it back up. Get halfway into a song. Boom! Blow wow. the whole thing. Now they're running off stage yelling at the guy who said, we had Slayer here. And they're mm -hmm. yelling at him, so you had Slayer here, did you? <laughs> and they're yelling back to the crowd, we're sorry. This happens three or four more times. And mm -hmm. they trudge on. They apologize the best they can. They do the whole thing. Later on, mm -hmm. after this travesty, they finally trudge through the show. After this whole thing, somebody that was there meets up with them and says, you guys were great. They thought it what? was the show. Oh, that's so they thought, funny. They thought that was the gig. And he finally states in here, sometimes within a disaster is elusive magic. Huh. He thought that was the show. That was because it's flaming lips. Right. They're so avant-garde. They thought it backstage they went, here's what we'll do. We'll pretend that the electricity goes out. Like an Andy, <laughs> like an Andy Kaufman show or something like that. Is that that's what they tried to do. All right, who's listening to us? Who haven't you mentioned on there yet? We have KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Hi, and, guys. And KSRQ3 River Falls, Minnesota. Thanks for running the radio show. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. This is one of my favorite, favorite stories in the book. Once again, let me okay. tell you the book. The Worst Gig by John Neekam, and I can't thank him enough for allowing me to use some of the stories out of here. You will enjoy it. I will be finding it this afternoon for myself. Drowning Pool. Oh. You know Drowning Pool? I do. Okay. Kind of heavier, but. Oh, yeah. Hard band. They move in, come in, to Salt Lake City, Utah, Friday and Saturday nights. Okay. okay. They're having a terrible gig. It's just one of these gigs where nothing's going right. Oh. Guitars are dropping out, sounds dropping out, things are just not going well. Okay. And it's one of those things where as a band you can either collapse and say I quit or you can pull you know, through. Buck up little soldier, right. somehow win the crowd over by the end and you know, throw the devil horns and say we we won you over in the last three songs mm -hmm. and walk off stage happy. Well, Drowning Pool, they're professionals. We're going to win you over. Okay. Right. So it's getting towards the end. Dave Williams, the former lead singer, mm -hmm. just starts yelling at the audience. And he's like, you know, you know, yell back at me. Put your hands in the air. And they start to get into it. Yeah, trying to get them pumped yeah, up. Yeah, Absolutely. Ah! They got one song to go. And he yells, give it up for heavy metal. And ah! crowd <laughs> screams. Give it up for alcohol. <laughs> Crowd screams back. And he yells, give it up for Satan. Boom. Dead. <laughs> Not a peep. 
Nobody said a word. Well, at least you know they're listening, right? At least you know they're listening because it was one of those, yeah, what? (laughs) Dead in the water. He turned around and looked at the rest of the band. Sorry. (laughs) He said they they said they played their last song and then just walked solo. Because you normally you come to the edge of the stage and you you bow and you thank you, good night, right. Played their last set and walked solemnly off the stage. We're going to go backstage and kill a black cat and stand in the middle of a pentagram. <laughs> so, no, that's. I just think that's great because that kind of stuff happens. You say, in radio, you say dumb things all the time. Oh, absolutely. And there's no way to just reach <laughs> through the microphone and pull it back. So. Nope. All right. Going to do another one next week, so make sure you join us. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. That's it. Class is dismissed. Let the body sit.